Welcome to this podcast, Married to His Will. I am Suzette Williams, your host and licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia. If you're listening for the first time, I welcome you specially. If you're in a struggle and feeling stuck, you have come to the right place. This podcast is made just for you so that you will know you can become unstuck. Today, I am married to the will of God as I have discovered that his purpose for my life is always bigger than my status or whatever circumstance I find myself in. I originally thought the continuous struggle of my 19 to 20 year marriage was my purpose, but it was only to be used for God's greater purpose in my life. I realized that my sacrifice to stay in an abusive marriage was not the kind of sacrifice God required, but that the promise of salvation was not only from eternal hell, but for situations beyond my ability to manage. I became free from a place of bondage so that you can be free also. 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells me that there is no temptation or struggle that God cannot deliver me from. He will provide a way of escape out of that struggle you face. He did that for me. It's by his grace that I endured 19 years of the same struggle. He said, I am bringing you out so that you can become who I have called you to become. And now I am delivered and married to his will. Invite your friends on the journey with me as I share biblical insights, share my personal stories and clinical insights from my own expertise and knowledge. And I plan to have others join me along the way. Enjoy this next episode. Hello, 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 everybody. I am here recording on another Sunday evening at 4.13 p.m. And it is February 25th, 2024. I wonder how the year is going for you so far. It being almost the end of February. We are rapidly going through this year already. Um, And we're just still at the beginning, but I see it just passing on by. Are you feeling okay? You know, what have you done differently this year so far? Have you stuck to any resolutions? You know, what's going on with you? I wonder. I'll tell you what's going on with me as I have been doing. Um, So I continue to, you know, wear the hat of a worship pastor and that's been great. Um... But let me tell you, sometimes I be so tired (laughs) and looking forward to a nap at the end of a service. Uh, But I find that while I'm in it, I feel so refreshed in the presence of God and coming out of that, coming home. Sometimes I don't end up taking a nap on Sundays. I feel so energized. So I might be overwhelmed the night before trying to figure out, making, making, Trying to make sure I have everything together, you know. But the word came today um, through Pastor Rowan Thompson. You know, I attend Deeper Church. He's the pastor and my sister as well, Suzanne Thompson. She's also the pastor at Deeper Church. And the word came so clearly today as he talked about the garden where Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and getting ready, getting prepared to carry this big cup, right? The cup that he asked God to to let pass from him because it was going to be so challenging, so difficult. I mean, I don't think any of us have ever had to endure what Jesus endured, okay? The shame of the cross. He took on our pain and our burdens. 
And I got to thinking about that. And he, he continued to talk about how we face our storms. That we're either in a storm or we're about to go into one or we're coming out of one, right? But wherever we are, we have to recognize that, you know, we're not in this thing alone and we can't walk alone. Even Jesus had his disciples with him. It was at that very time he asked them to watch and pray with him. He needed somebody. He was like, God, this is so hard to bear. I mean, to the point where his sweat was like blood. It was so thick because of the pressure that was on him. He was like, it's kind of like being in a in a uh, um, wine press, you know, where they would press the grapes and, and make oil or press the olives. I'm telling you, that's not an easy thing to have to go through. And um, when you know you're about to face something so difficult. So the word of God was very encouraging today as I thought about the fact that I'm not alone in my journey, that God is with me. That even when I think I'm alone or when I feel disconnected from him, there's nothing that can pluck me out of his hands. I was reminded of that today through the word of God. I also want to let you know that if you have chosen Jesus as your savior, he will never allow anyone or anything to pluck you out of his hands. And maybe you feel disconnected because your feelings are telling you that you're alone and that, you know, God doesn't care or no one cares. But I'm going to tell you that your feelings are not accurately describing what God feels about you. Your feelings are accurate based on the circumstances you're, you're in or based on what you know, you're feeling inside and it's valid. But it doesn't tell you the truth about how God feels about you. I was so encouraged. I was so uplifted. And I'm so grateful for the word of God today because I went through a week. It was a week off, right? The kids were off from school. I wasn't off because I had to work. And I had a sense of overwhelm. I was so overwhelmed this last week. I am just not even kidding. And I can be very honest because, yes, I was overwhelmed thinking about all that was on my plate, all my responsibilities, but to, to know that even with what God has given me and my responsibilities, that he's still with me, I can be content in that. I thought about the last podcast I did where I talked about the challenge of being content where I am, right? And I wasn't going to lie about that. I said, be honest, right? Be honest with God. I can be honest with him, but whenever I'm in his presence, that's the best place I feel so content with him. I feel so content in his presence. <clears throat> perhaps, perhaps in your flesh, it's hard to feel content. And um, that's just honestly how life is. Our flesh wants what it wants. It is desiring something. And sometimes we have to wait because of the work that God is doing in us to strengthen us and make us become who we need to become. But he has never forgotten about us and he will never forsake us. I'm so grateful today for the word. So I'm constantly in assessment mode about myself and how I'm treating others and treating my children and just how I go about daily life. And I'm not always happy with myself because I don't always accomplish what I want to accomplish. 
But I'm happy with myself in terms of my outlook, right? My outlook is good. I believe that no matter what, where I find myself, whether I am doing well or not, my dependency is on God. And I was reminded of that today, that I don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do what you're doing alone. You don't have to walk through your career alone. You don't have to walk through that motherhood alone, right? You have people who will share that burden with you. You are not an island to yourself. We all need each other. It's in this season I'm realizing the importance of assembling with the believers, with like-minded people. It's more than ever that we need to exhort one another, express encouragement, because we're all going through something. I need you to survive. And you need me. <laughs> we need each other to survive in this day and age. We cannot do this alone. Whatever your walk is, find a friend, find a loved one. You're valuable. You really are. And you don't have to walk through this life isolated with your own thoughts. If you keep having to isolate yourself, you're going inward and you're personalizing everything and everything is really not about you. Everything that's happening around you and to you by others or whatever you're perceiving is not always about you. But you're internalizing something. You're, you're analyzing it as if something is against you. But even if a weapon is formed against you, the believer, guess what? It will not prosper. That is a promise from the word of God. His will is that you will have life and have it more abundantly. And there are tools that you can live by. There are things you could put in place, protective factors that can help you overcome that storm, that can help you be resilient in the storm. And one of those protective factors is having a support system, having others around you. Another protective factor is Having coping tools. Remember your inner strength. What are those things you can do that uh, helps you to find the joy in life? Even if you feel sad, d d go back to your hobbies. Find your hobbies. Explore what a hobby is, right, that you can do. Maybe learn something new. Coping tools are important. Listen to music. Go dance. Move your body. If you move your body, it can bring life to it, bring energy to it. I was talking to my, my kids today and I was telling them it would be so awesome and I would feel more, so motivated if we all go to the gym together because they're old enough now, except for the five-year-old, you know, um, and we can work around that. But I was like, maybe we could do it on a Friday evening together. At least that would be one workout I could look forward to, right, where we all go to the gym together. So that's something we're talking about. I have other ideas for us to get more active because I feel like that's going to be so good for me because I do find myself at moments in a slump and I'm like, God, why do I feel how I feel? That's the God's honest truth. I don't always know why. It's just, you know, it ebbs and flows, the cycle of, of, of joy and happiness and peace. Um, but then there's a negative aspect of living this life, which is sadness, you know, 
depression, all the things that may feel negative. And so I have to push my way through that to get to where I want to be. And today, even the word was, he said, you know, it's okay to not be okay also. And I think there is a level of acceptance needed about that, that you're not always going to feel happy. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with you if you're not happy. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. And joy is not really about feeling. It's about unknowing. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Having pleasure in God is your strength. Understanding your, your, you have a divine calling. Understanding that his hands are upon you. That there's this divine protection that you're in. The righteous run into the strong tower. They are safe. Who is that strong tower? Jesus Christ. Are you feeling broken and alone? Start to look at where you started isolating yourself. Where you started to think this in, in a way that was unkind to yourself. Where you feel like you don't deserve others in your life. People need you. And you need them, even if you think you don't need them. God is relational. And we have to actually experience relationship with one another to know what it may feel like to have relationship with him. We start out in relationship when we come into this world. We are attached to our mother's umbilical cord when we're in the womb. Once we come out, they snip that umbilical cord, but you need your mother, right? As an infant to survive. And as you go along, even as you become a toddler, it takes a while to become an adult. And then as you become an adult, you learn independence and you're, you're doing everything on your own. And so you're all, as adults, we have to always remember that we still can't do life alone. Trust somebody. There's someone who's willing to listen. There's someone who's willing to hold your con you hold you in confidence, knowing they're not out to be to gossip about you or, or mean you evil or harm. They want to be there for you. You don't have to fear failure or fear rejection or fear that someone else is gonna do something wrong to you. When God can divinely order your steps, he can set up a meeting for you. Maybe when you wake up in the morning, ask God to, to put you in the path of someone who you need in your life or they need you in their life. So remember your protective factors. So I mentioned a, a, a couple of protective factors, which is, you know, having a support system and coping tools. Another protective factor that I would want to mention is having a sense of purpose. Do you have a sense of purpose? I have a sense of purpose and it's only because God gave it to me. I know I'm here for a reason. I know I'm here to do something to help someone today, not just for, not, not just myself. You have purpose even if you don't have children. You have purpose even if you're not married. You have purpose as a single person. You have purpose. There's purpose when you're breathing. 
there's sometimes ripple effects in the earth from something you do today that can help someone else. Our lives are not just our own, but they belong to God. I want to remind you today that you are not alone. God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That storm you're in is going to last the time it should so that you can become who you need to become. But at the end of that storm, you're going to go through something else that's supposed to shape you. And perhaps it's not a storm. Maybe that's going to be a peaceful season. But you'll remember and be thankful for having gone through the storm. Because the peace is that much greater. The joy is that much greater. You know, after the message today, I had a couple people who came to me because they wanted counseling. And I thought to the Lord, wow, God, you move so quickly. Because it was just before the service started, before I went up to, to minister in you know, worship and song, that I said, what else would you have me do today for the people at this place? And he reminded me that there's so much yet to do while I'm there. It's not just me singing and ministering in song, but somebody needs help. There are so many broke, so many broken people, so many, so much brokenness that needs healing. And I'm here for it because I found that there's purpose in what I've been through. And what he's put me through is for helping someone else. Someone else has been through a divorce. Someone else has a broken family. Someone else experienced rejection, hurt, abuse. Someone else experienced shame and embarrassment. Someone else experienced what you've experienced. And now that you are almost on the other side of it, Every step of the way, there's someone else a little ways behind you that is looking to you as they see you getting better and better. And you can help somebody where you are, no matter where you are. Perhaps you're in a place where you can't help anyone. But don't be too prideful that you can't ask for help. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all his troubles. And ministering to you today, the one that feels isolated and alone, you need strength, you feel like nobody cares. I know somebody cares and it's not just Jesus. He was in flesh and blood and available to those who needed him. And he also needed others, his disciples. He, he needed them at the hour where he felt he was about to face the most difficult situation. If Jesus needed help, why do you think you don't need help? So piggybacking off the message today from Pastor Roe, I, I, am, I am grateful of the reminder that I'm not alone and I won't do all the things I have to do in my own strength but I'm going to rely on Holy Spirit to help me 
And he doesn't mind you relying on him for the rest of your life. And if you need God's strength today, if you need his help, cry out to him and then decide in your heart to stay married to his will. God bless you.